0: Imposing grandeur, the quality or state of being impressive or awesome. The purpose of studying theology and reading books, it's, it's not to gain our own intellect, but rather it is to bring us to Him. Because when you see how glorious and how holy and how majestic our Creator is, the more you worship Him. He is our imposing
1: grandeur. Hello everybody and welcome to our roundtable segment for Imposing Grandeur Radio. These roundtable episodes are episodes in which we take a small break from our current series and exchange our notes for a cup of coffee. Even though we drink coffee regardless. And we engage in casual conversation about things that are worth talking about. These episodes are designed to be a lot more chill, but that doesn't mean things aren't going to get vulnerable, topics won't get deep, and theological discussion won't be brought up because knowing us, we'll find a way to discuss the rapture. All jokes, but you know what I mean. So without further ado, today's topic for our roundtable episode is the consumption of media. So if you listened to our past roundtable, we talked about social media and how we should be approaching social media as Christians. But today we thought a good segue would be talking about consuming media. This can be TV, movies, books, podcasts, really anything that you use as an entertainment. It could be games if you wanted it to be. So today we're going to talk all about that. And our first um, question would be, For the Christian, are there any types of media that are sinful on face value? Yeah.
2: So first off, I think that's a really important distinguishing trait that we identify before moving forward is that not all media is held equal. There are some medias that are sinful and Christians should not be consuming. The most obvious things are things like porn, TV shows like Game of Thrones that have basically porn in them. There are certain things like that, which you as the Christian should be able to discern that this is sinful on its face value. There is no room for debate here.
1: Yeah, and I think the main thing that we're talking about here is the enjoyment of sin. So if we're enjoying what's on the screen or what's in the book or being heard, that is more of the issue. This would be more of enjoying it, desiring it, idolizing it, stuff like that.
0: Right. And I think like we said in the social media roundtable is that although social media itself is not inherently sinful, media likewise is not inherently sinful. So people can utilize media to grow their faith. I know that there are so many different resources that we can use as followers of Christ, whether that's the audio Bible, you know, Bible Hub or... um, Esor, Dwell, you know, like there are so many different apps and websites and um, documentaries of martyrs in the Middle East or missionaries in Iran that I love that are on YouTube, you know. And um, so it's not like these, uh, the medium of these things is sinful. But like you guys were saying, what are we intaking? Is this, I guess a good indicator of that is, is this, um is this establishing me or is this building me up in godliness? Is this putting me on that right path to imitate, to pursue, and to um, reflect
1: Christ? Yeah, I love that, Alexa. And something that I saw in a Ask Pastor John that I thought was really um, simple but profound was when approaching media, we should take heed that we are not consumed. So if we're being consumed by this worldly media, whatever it may be, books, TV, movies, um, podcasts, games, whatever, if we're being consumed by it, then that should be our red flag of this is not something that I should be taking part in. And I've actually found a quote um, during his um, Ask Pastor John of this, and I loved it. And it said, here's my bottom line counsel to all of us. Seek to bring every act into connection with the Lord to see every entertainment as a gift from God and a revelation of himself as a path of, path of worshipful enjoyment and as a means of doing good for other people. Seek to bring every act into connection with the Lord. The more difficult that is, if you feel like this act doesn't really fit with the Lord so well, the more difficult it is, the more likely it is that the act should not should be replaced with something more fruitful. And I thought that was a really good standard because, you know, people have different opinions on shows, TV, whatever it may be that's maybe more simple by standard of something else. But not everyone's going to have those opinions. And I think more of our standard should be if we're being consumed by this and we're not as Christians able to bring whatever entertainment we're consuming to a more um, worshipful place of Seeing it as a gift from God, then that should be a red flag that it probably is simple and something we shouldn't be doing. And just like the social media
0: thing, like there are so many different um, correlations between that episode and then this episode. So likewise, everyone's going to be affected by different things. You know, like I'm going to be affected by certain things that I see in the media a lot more differently than Annie will be or Avery will be. I mean, we know... The sensitive and vulnerable terrain in our own lives and likewise the enemy knows that sensitive and vulnerable terrain so the enemy is not going to target something To me in my own life and use the same thing in somebody else's life, you know, like and that's why I think this is so dangerous um, and also we need to be aware that our freedom in posting things or sharing things or recommending a certain book or movie or tv show or music that could cause somebody else to stumble and so that's something that we have to be aware of if it is not i guess i mean i hate using this this generalization but if it's not a christian movie or a christian music if it's if it is within the secular realm um not that like that could cause somebody to stumble in a certain way so i think just being sensitive to that even though it may not mean that i am susceptible to stumbling and falling because of something that i'm reading or listening to or whatever but i think knowing that it is not inherently sinful to watch a tv show if it's not labeled a christian tv show you know and likewise with music and movies but you must be mindful and there's this uh i i love this woman at uh, my college who disciples me. She is just amazing. Um, but she made a quote at one of her Bible studies that she has at her house. And she said, if the Bible is not transforming your heart and mind daily, then the world is going to be transforming your heart and your mind daily. And I wrote that in my Bible because it just stuck with me. It's like, we are beings that were made to worship the Lord. And if we do not worship the Lord, then our worshipful tendency, because we are created as worshipful beings, that is being then focused and redirected to something else. So it's not that we are not being transformed. It's not that we are just at a standstill. No, we are going to move either forward or backward. You know, like if the Bible is not transforming your heart and your mind daily, then you are going to be transformed both heart and mind daily by something else.
2: Yeah. And piggybacking off of that. As we're going through our Fruit of the Spirit series, I mean, the world does not produce Christ-like characteristics. Only the Spirit can. And to have those characteristics and those qualities, you need to be pursuing Christ, not the world. And I love that you brought up, you reap what you sow. I mean, that's really, that's just as simple as it can be. And um, I think, too, the interesting thing about this topic is just how different, like, it is such a matter of the heart. Like, you truly, as the believer, have to be willing to discern for struggles and be honest about them with yourself and then move in wisdom. And we know that James says, anybody who asks for wisdom, like, the Lord will grant it to him. And so, if you're even unsure about this, like, well, I really like this show and I've recommended it to so many people, I don't know what to do. Like, ask for wisdom from the Lord and pursue that. And, be prayerful about sharing that book or that song with others. Um, it is a serious thing to lead a brother or sister astray and sin, And to be, to not care about that, to be indifferent about that is serious and a huge reflection of your heart. And so um, everything we say here today, like there's always going to be that exception. There's always going to be that what if, but just remember that we are trying to bring it back to the heart Like, you have to discern what is in your heart. Ask the Lord for wisdom on how to move forward in that. And it will look different for everybody. I mean, that's just how stuff like this is, you know?
1: So true. We're worshipful beings, so what are we worshiping? Something we should be constantly doing a heart check on. So this can easily become a legalistic thing in Christian circles. So how do we navigate consuming media without making it a legalistic practice, I think first, it starts off
2: again, knowing that each brother and sister is different. And if something is not inherently sinful, um, then when discussing, like, let's say I have a friend who likes to read fiction books, and I think for me personally, fiction causes me to stumble, whatever. it would be, it becomes legalistic when you tell the person who you trust has been discerning in their own heart and been using wisdom that what they're doing is sinful when it's not it could not be as long as we're again, we're not talking about things that are obviously sinful, but things there there's room for discretion. And so, um, I think making your struggles, everyone's struggles is a problem and can lead to legalism, but also making it a gospel issue. And what I mean by that is that you believe you are saved, whether or not you or somebody else consumes a certain type of media. Our justification is in Christ alone and through the gospel. And those two things cannot be confused with one another.
1: That was really good, Annie. I love that. Um, So moving on to our next question, how do you personally, we've talked through how this can be a personal thing and not everyone has the same tolerances or um, maybe is convicted by the same things. So how do you personally guard your heart when navigating media?
2: Um, For me personally... I think a lot of it a is making sure that I am pursuing Christ in the spirit am I in the word am I doing these things because the spirit becomes susceptible your spirit will become susceptible um, or sorry sensitive to sin and so if I'm not in the word there are some things that I can watch where it doesn't bother me I'm just kind of like oh, okay but if I'm like consistently in the word pursuing Christ all of a sudden, it's a bigger deal to me. Little sin becomes big deals to me. And I think um, for me personally, that's just, that's how I have to learn to navigate social media and stuff is I have to make sure I'm in the word and pursuing Christ foremost or otherwise. A lot of things fly past my radar that I do not pick up on.
1: So true. And I think praying too that God would reveal anything that you're idolizing in your life. Um, and not being afraid of praying that because it's really easy to get comfortable and to be like, oh, I don't I don't want to pray that because I don't want to suddenly feel just so convicted over all these things that I'm dealing with when really part of our sanctification is working through these things that we are putting before God. And um, something Alexa and I were talking about this week is just feeling very... Um, convicted by some shows that we were watching that maybe are not necessarily simple to other people. And like at other times in our life, we haven't felt that conviction. But this week I was just feeling like my soul mm-hmm. was just getting sucked out of me when I was watching these shows and I was just took it to the Lord in prayer. I was like, I really feel like I shouldn't be watching this. And as much as I want to find out what happens, as silly as that is, And I want to continue down that path because we naturally are curious creatures. We like entertainment. We're worshipful. We want to, you know, be able to watch things and see what happens. It's just like the things we're drawn to or like drawn to sparkly things. Um, It was not encouraging me. I was going to bed feeling like I wasted my time. And I was waking up feeling, oh, I just feel like I wasted three hours of my life watching whatever show it was or reading whatever it was and um just i think the lord was just kind of revealing it to me it wasn't me on my own coming up with this but just showing me like there's so many other things and ways that i could be using my time to glorify the lord um that could be replaced and that i could look back and maybe at first think Oh, nothing's going to compare to like watching that show or being entertained by that. But there are so many other things that we can be doing and hobbies and people to call up on the phone and replace that void that we want, whatever show or whatever book or whatever it may be. Um, There's so many other things we can do, not just being in the word, not just being in prayer, but hobbies that are glorifying and honoring to the Lord.
0: Yeah, I think for me, that was a big thing that I had thought of like all the time that I would put in. I mean, there was a period of my life where I would get back from class like at college and just like watch Netflix and be totally fine with just like watching shows like back to back, you know, and then I remember vividly and I can't remember if I've mentioned this on one of our podcasts before, but I was at the gym on the treadmill watching this documentary from um the voice of the martyrs and they were just showing testimonials from people across seas like my brothers and sisters in christ who are currently there serving expanding the kingdom of god suffering literally being beheaded and they are like they wake up and they're in like battle mode like spiritual warfare they are relying on christ for everything and here i am getting back from a a private university collegiate class going back to my dorm watching hours worth of shows and i I was on the treadmill watching this documentary and i felt so convicted you know because i think when your eyes are open to the spiritual reality of what's going on in the world like we are at war at all times spiritual warfare is real and i think the enemy uses entertainment to desensitize us from that reality we get comfortable. We're comfortable. I mean, America is a very comfortable place. We have not much going on in regard to persecution in that way. When you're comparing it to our brothers and sisters across seas in the Middle East suffering for the gospel. Um, but anyway, I was on the treadmill and I was just watching these testimonies. And I mean, plot twist, like don't watch these really emotionally moving videos when you're on the treadmill because you'll just want to stop and ball mm-hmm. your eyes out. But um. The Lord really convicted me in that moment a few years ago, and it made me ask myself, what am I doing right now to expand the kingdom of God? Or what am I doing right now to equip me for that mission? I'm watching these shows that are not inherently sinful, but they do have sinful innuendos. You know, like they are not godly shows um, and are influencing me in ways that I don't even know, even though I might not deliberately see that. But, I think that really was the Lord breaking through that numbness that I had already had and showing me that this is serious. You need to be on guard. And so since that day, really, I've uh, I haven't binged Netflix. I mean, it was kind of like different with like the coronavirus. I found myself watching like dude perfect videos. <laughs> <laughs> because do perfect is literally so great. And if you guys don't watch do perfect overtime, that's clean entertainment <laughs> right there. I seriously am like their <laughs> biggest fan now. But it's clean entertainment. So like clean entertainment does exist. But anyway, um, I really just viewed how I how I use my time in a whole different light. You know, like and I think that that, that is something that we as believers need to be aware of. Like we're in battle and you are being transformed. You may not know that you are, but you are. And, and the enemy is out to get you. So I think being on guard in that way, um, it really sets the standard for, okay, well, then how am I going to use my time? How am I going to dedicate my time? Um, So that's kind of been my guard of like, okay, if I'm going to rest, how am I going to rest? Because really, that's the big thing. We kind of tend to watch TV shows when we're trying to decompress, which that in and of itself, like we have been saying, is not bad. um. But what are some alternatives to that decompressing? And so what I did and what you might want to do is write a list of things that you can do besides going on social media or Netflix um, or Hulu or, you know, Peacock or whatever you do. Um, And so I wrote a list back when the Lord convicted me of that two years ago of what I could do besides social media and Netflix. Um, And so I just wrote a list of like, well, I can take a nap, you know, like I can actually rest um, if I'm wanting to rest. I can take a nap. I can... Um, read scripture. I can pray for people. Like just lay down and pray for people. Um I can learn a new language, you know, I can um write music. I can paint. There are so many different outlets that I can use my creativity that the Lord has given me to actually be active and do something with that. and um, Or memorize scripture, you know, like things to prepare me for ministry in the future or even for current ministry. So uh, I I don't want to be discouraging in saying that media is inherently sinful, but I do want to be encouraging in saying that media is not the only thing that you have at your hands to put you to rest or to decompress you from a long day. I mean I feel like because we're surrounded in an instant gratification culture, we're so used from going one thing to the next to the next and I think that's why when we have nothing going on, we just whip out our phone and go on social media. but we can be content in those time periods in which nothing is going on. you know, um, let's learn to love silence again, you know, let's learn to love those pauses where we don't have anything going on. And so, Hopefully that that is encouraging for you if you're listening. Um, there is hope. There are other things that you can do. You know, it's not all – your life does not have to be wrapped around social media and um, constantly
2: getting fed entertainment. Yep. I love all that that you shared. And I remember when you had that treadmill moment and you made your list and stuff. So that's <laughs> yes. um, fun to hear about that again. Um, but, too, somebody once told me um, – Something is an idol in your life if you're not willing to give it up. And she was talking, I collect books. I also read them. But she was telling me that in the context of if you can't give a book away to your friend, like you feel like you have to go buy a different copy to give it to them, and you can't just give them your copy. Like it's an idol in your life. And I think that transfers to all social media too. Like if you can't take A day or a week off of Instagram or Facebook or from watching Netflix and stuff, it's probably an idol in your life. And Mm. um, I don't know, that just might be something that you want to try. Like, say, I'm going to decompress from social media just for a week or just for a day and um, try to fill my time with other things and truly rest. Because like Alexa was saying, God is a God of rest. Rest comes from the truth, from scripture, from Christ. And so I know when I first moved here, I was so busy just meeting with other women and that the only thing I wanted to do when I got home was just watch TV to like turn my brain off and stuff. But that wasn't what I needed. And when I truly started just reading the word, when I got home from a long day of meeting with other women, that's when I felt rest. And it sounds like that isn't true, but it is. And you will know that if you experience it for yourself. Um, But yeah, just a little... I uh, guess a little thing you can do to see that if social media or any type of entertainment media is an idol in your life is just try to get rid of it for a period of time. I guess you could say you could fast from it. Mm-hmm. Um, we see fasting in scripture in the importance and value there and um, use that time to be in the word and to pray that the Lord, every time the desire to go on social media, you feel that, that you would just pray and um, be encouraged by the word. So. I mean, that's pretty much all I really have to say about it. And um, it, again, like we're not being legalistic here and saying that if you use social media X times amount a week or you can only watch this many Netflix shows in a row, like that's not what we're saying. Um, the gospel saves us. The gospel justifies us. Um, but we want to grow in holiness. We want to exhibit the fruits of the spirit. We want to become more like Christ. And we need to be discerning and wise because media is a massive part of our culture. So that's pretty much it. I love that challenge you
0: gave to all of us, Annie. And I wanna say one little challenge as well. I think I've said it in the previous podcast. I forget what a, which episode, but um, there's a saying that I learned from um, one of my disciples back at my college and it's thrown before phone. So when you wake up in the morning, don't reach for that phone like approach the throne of grace, you know, like have that time with the Lord before you touch your phone. Um, if you use your phone because it has an alarm on it, get an alarm clock because like, if that's tempting you to go on social media or to look at notifications, you know, thrown before phone, start your day off, um, under the waterfall of grace that you need to have in order to continue throughout your day. You know, um, so, thrown before phone, just ingrain that into your mind, preach it to yourself when you wake up. <laughs> you know, I thought of it this morning because I woke up and I uh, I saw all these notifications after I turned off my alarm because I have an alarm clock. But I was just like, you know what? thrown before phone, just got to remember that.
1: So, it's funny, Alexa I was about to say that whole spiel on thrown before th- phone because I think of it every morning and it's been like such a different perspective like so simple but so profound it changes my whole morning if I actually follow that um and something else I thought of when y'all were giving such good advice was if you feel alone in your um just journey to maybe lessen the media that you're consuming and you know of a friend that would maybe want to do it with you um find somebody that can hold you accountable or vice versa maybe text or call a friend and be like hey I want to, you know, do social media less or I want to refrain from watching or binging a show and come up with like, hey, let's take a week off together and let's talk about at the end of this week how we felt Um, and just encourage each other because sometimes it's easier to do something when you have somebody who's walking with you in it um, and has experienced the same things that you are. So um, we hope you were encouraged. I know this encouraged me. Definitely moving forward, I want to consume less media and do things that um, keep me from squandering my time and instead maybe honor the Lord and different hobbies or things that I can replace it with. And um, we hope you are encouraged too. Um, So before we wrap up, is there anything else you guys want to add? Not really. I think we covered everything that...
0: um... I know we all wanted to say this was a for those of you who didn't know, which is probably all of you except us, because why would you know? But this was a topic that we were talking about a lot last week and um, we were like, why don't we just do a roundtable on this? So this is kind of an outflow of a conversation we already had, um, because these are things I mean. Roundtables really are just kind of like conversations like they truly are just conversations between us three that we just are interested in talking about so it's kind of like you all are flies on the wall there's nothing fake about this it's just this is literally what we just this is a casual conversation but it is yeah. important it's something for us all that to, to take heed in and like annie was saying it is such a massive part of our culture um so yeah i mean i'm hoping that this was as encouraging for you guys as it was for us because this was just kind of like a a facet from a conversation we had um, and just are aware of because it's it's truly something that we must be on guard of.
1: Yep. And if you guys have any conversation topics that you'd like us to touch on, please message us on Instagram, Facebook. You can email us. Um, We would love to take some of your suggestions to heart and maybe plan for future Roundtable episodes. Um, But thank you so much for listening. We look forward to having you next time. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. Talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Ciao.